Hello, and welcome to One Pot at a Time. Today we're talking about Season 1, Episode 5, entitled Strays. But, before we get to the episode, there's something we wanted to do. That's something we've been, like, talking about. <laughs> we just haven't gotten to it. But we see your reviews on Apple Podcasts, and we just want to thank you and give a shout out to... The first one is from Glow Glow. Glow Glow Heart. Glow Glow Yellow Hearts. Glow Glow says, loving it. Never watched one pot at a time, but already with the first recap, you both made it sound so interesting. So I don't know if she hasn't seen the show or hasn't listened to us. <laughs> Either way, we appreciate the five-star review. Thank you, Glow Glow Heart. Second review is from Jackie with a long underscore. Jackie, long underscore. Jackie said, great. Loved the first episode. I love how you guys break down the episode scene by scene. It's great, and I hope you continue. Five stars from Jackie. And good news, Jackie. We will continue. We will continue, Jackie. Just for you. Just for Jackie. <laughs> the third episode is by L-P-S-T-E-N-U. Yup. <laughs> L-P. Thank you, L-P-S-T-E-N-U. <laughs> It says thumbs up from a super fan. I'm so excited to see more people talking about and sharing love for this show. Thank you for doing this. So thank you for thanking us and for <laughs> everyone for giving us five star reviews. Um, so we'll keep giving out or going over these these uh, reviews that we get. So please keep giving them because it helps us in the Apple Podcasts algorithm get noticed. And uh, they just also it's a good way to give us feedback because we always appreciate feedback on the show. Mm -hmm. So thank you everyone who's left a review so far and sent us feedback on our Twitter account. And uh, just keep it coming. We love five stars. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So now getting into the episode, season one, episode five, entitled Strays. Strays. <laughs> Did you have any uh, overall non-spoiler thoughts on the episode? Mm. I liked how they gave both sides of an issue that happens in the episode. Okay, okay. <laughs> I like non. I did say non-spoiler, so I mm -hmm. appreciate the vagueness. It was very vague. What about you? Um, I really liked that this episode was a fun excuse to get everyone in the same room together. Mm-hmm. Um, just like the big group of characters, like all the characters on the show so far. Mm-hmm. It was a good way to get them all in the room together and then to throw in like an interesting topic. Right. To get them all talking about it. So I thought that was really fun. Um, so we'll get to exactly what we're talking about later. <laughs> all right. So opening scene, Penelope walks in on Elena and Carmen on the couch under a cover. Yeah, they're, they're sleeping under the same blanket. Hmm. <laughs> if you catch my drift. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're they're like taking a nap and she's asking them like, what's up? And uh, they're saying that they're working on an immigration project for school. Mm -hmm. And uh, Penelope's like, I take my power naps by blinking. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so just and there's like more banter between Penelope and, and Carmen. Yeah. And then... Scene. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Mm -hmm. And then um, I think Elena asks Penelope if Carmen can stay over for dinner. Mm -hmm. 
And then we find out that Lydia's in the kitchen and Schneider is also staying for dinner. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lydia has an interesting line here. She says, stray cats eat your bread and turn you into El Cucuy. <laughs> we, should, like, we shouldn't be letting all these people stay over for dinner. Right. Um, she has this like line here too. It's like, it's okay. Schneider is staying too. We'll, we take in all strays except cat. Oh yeah. That, that's exactly what he said. <laughs> except cat. Yeah. No, I think that's like, that was the, I didn't write down the whole quote, but yeah, mm-hmm. but she's just talking about like how they're, if they're feeding everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, but then this is also where Penelope is talking about how she's just noticing interesting things about Elena and Carmen's friendship. Mm-hmm. And, and Lydia kind of implies that it may be like a queer undertone going on. Yeah. She's like, there's something mm-hmm. queer. Uh-huh. It's a bit intense. Um, but Penelope also is just also kind of relieved that Elena has like a really good friend. Yeah. Just someone she can like hang out with. Like and hang yeah. out with. Mm-hmm. And so Penelope's happy for that, but they both are a little curious, <laughs> a little weary. Like, is she mm-hmm. seeing something besides friendship here? Mm-hmm. Um, but then it's revealed that Lydia doesn't know the definition of queer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lydia is happy that Penelope's in a good mood. And she's like, oh, mm-hmm. like, I'm, I'm glad you're feeling good today. Mm-hmm. Is it the drugs? Oh, yeah. All I wrote here was, like, Penelope brings up the Dr. B's birth or brings up Dr. B's birthday plans. Yeah. So Penelope's like, yeah, it's, it's definitely the drugs. But also she's like, like you said, she's happy that she's planning Dr. B's birthday. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, she had like this sad story that he told her about going to medieval times mm-hmm. uh, by himself for mm-hmm. one of his birthdays and then getting bit by a horse. Mm-hmm. Then we start another little thread here about Alex selling um, world's finest chocolates. Right. So he brings a box to like Penelope and Lydia to like sell for him because he wants to earn a PS4. Elena asks if Carmen can stay the night and mm-hmm. Lydia's like, yeah, she can sleep on the couch. It's more comfy. And Elena's like, she'll just sleep in bed with me. Yeah, then, like, <laughs> Penelope and Lydia kind of look uncomfortable <laughs> at this <laughs> statement. Because it's just, like, is it is this confirmation of their suspicions? Or mm-hmm. how, what do they feel about this? Mm-hmm. Um, but then Schneider comes out of the bathroom and... Uh, <laughs> like a bathroom and, like, a towel. Yeah, and uh-huh. it's, like, right after Penelope says, like, everyone should feel comfortable in the house. Yeah. <laughs> and they seem coming, they're, like, maybe not that comfortable. Mm-hmm. And then we get okay. the title sequence. Mm-hmm. The classic, iconic title sequence. <laughs> you can never skip. And the next scene is at the doctor's office. So then, um, it's obviously do- it's Doctor B's birthday. So Penelope's hanging like a sign that says "Happy Birthday" or tr- at least trying to. Yeah. And Scott and Lori walk in. They're supposed to bring decorations and a cake, and they completely forgot. And they're both holding, like, coffees and yeah. just, like, chatting. <laughs> like, doesn't Scott say something like, oh, it's so weird. Like, I was literally at the bakery where I was supposed to get the cake. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Lori said she forgot she forgot to get, like, whatever she was supposed to get last night. And then mm-hmm. she didn't want to be late today. Yeah. And Penelope's <laughs> like, you're already late. <laughs> and so- the, uh, Penelope's like, this is why we have a two-star rating on Yelp. <laughs> But as they're setting up, uh, Dr. Berkowitz walks in, mm-hmm. and he's like, do you guys get cell phone service in here? I haven't gotten a call or text uh, for oh, my yeah. birthday today. Oh, yeah, he hasn't gotten any, like, birthday wishes, which sucks. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Penelope's like, oh, you know, like, uh, the office is kind of a dead spot. Yeah. And then Lori's like, really? I'm getting everything. <laughs> Very, like, aloof Lori. Maybe that's why she <laughs> she's just not back in the second season. Um, but he sees that they were setting up the decorations, or that Penelope was setting up the decorations, and mm-hmm. they don't have anything for him. Yeah. And uh, so he just... I don't know. He's being, he's like guilt tripping them for forgetting yeah. his birthday, which at one point is like, yeah, okay. I feel bad for you because it's your birthday, but he's really making them feel a fool, feel for yeah, forgetting. Yeah. Wasn't he the one who asked for a cake for his birthday? Yeah. Rather he like than gave like, them the cake mm-hmm. and the decorations. Yeah. So then Penelope ends up like faking a, a birthday surprise at her house with everyone yeah. in the office, right? Mm-hmm. She's like, the reason we don't have that is because we're going to have one at dinner or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so the, right then Dr. Berkowitz is like, I can invite anyone I want. And Penelope's like, yeah. And so he invites Laurie and Scott. Yeah. <laughs> His and, two friends. Yeah. <laughs> Penelope's just like, oh, brother. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we jump to Penelope setting up for the party back home. Mm-hmm. And you can see that like everyone is dressed up and stuff. So they're getting ready. And Penelope is using, uh, like setting up the plates mm-hmm. and Lydia's cooking and Schneider's helping. And uh, Alex is getting ready to sell chocolates. Mm-hmm. And Lydia's making uh, her famous sangria. And Penelope says, last time I had that, I woke up naked in a tub with a French braid. And I don't <laughs> even know how to French braid. <laughs> and then was uh, Elena and Carmen still? No, they were They were walking with the, with the blanket over them, weren't they? Yeah. I think they come in from the hallway under like a mm-hmm. Snuggie or something. Yeah. And uh, I think Elena's like, we're taking a break from our immigration project. It's like, we're really hitting a wall. And she's like, giggles, but like, Carmen doesn't laugh. <laughs> she's like, you're not as funny as your mom. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like this weird affection Carmen has for Penelope <laughs> that we see throughout the episodes. Yeah, especially because like Penelope's so like not mean to her, but she like teases Carmen a lot and Carmen just like has this like admiration for Penelope <laughs> because of that. It's so funny. Um, but then she's like concerned that like why I don't think Carmen needs to be here so she's like I'm throwing a party for this like old sad day. old man. Yeah. I don't think Carmen needs to be here. Mm-hmm. And then Elena takes it like super seriously. Yeah she's very defensive here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so she like, Carmen's like, don't even worry. Like, it's fine. I'll, I'll get my stuff and leave. Mm-hmm. Um, but Penelope's kind of upset with her. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Carmen kind of leaves. She's like, I didn't mean to be any trouble. And uh, Carmen's like, I'll text you. And Elena's like, you know, you, I know you will or something. <laughs> and they kind of just share, like, a little embrace as they leave. Uh-huh. And again, like, Penelope and Lydia look at each other like, Mm. And like Lydia's like weird, yeah. right? <laughs> um, but I thought like it was frustrating seeing Elena react, uh, react so like uh, strongly to that, right? Um, because it, it's like a sitcom trope, where mm-hmm. or just like a TV trope in general, where characters are withholding information mm-hmm. and then reacting as if everyone knows that information. Yeah. And so it's, I really didn't like that on second watch because I could tell that it was like, yeah, obviously her mom doesn't know this information. Mm -hmm. So you can't be mad at your mom for not knowing like the intricacies of what Mm -hmm. the relationship is going on right now. 
Yeah, but it's also Elena who <laughs> gets mad at everything. I guess, but even it felt a little out of character. Mm, it see. seemed like a little a little too extreme for Elena. Like she's pretty mm-hmm. logical. You'd imagine that, like, mm-hmm. okay, like she does re- react emotionally to things. Mm-hmm. This just seemed a little out of step, and it just reminded me of, like a trope from like other things that really yeah. bothers me. <laughs> okay, oh, and then Doctor B and the others arrive, right? Yeah, um, before we get that, there's another, mm-hmm. I thought, this was also, like, um, queer baiting. Mm-hmm. Like, we know now that Elena came out, mm-hmm. came out of the closet. But if she didn't, and they were, ch- like, setting this up, it was like, that wouldn't have been... <laughs> They're just trying to, like, show this representation, like, coding a queer character without actually being a queer character. Like, you're, you're saying, like, this counts as representation, but it's not really representation. But then she comes out of the closet. So mm-hmm. it was like this nice little mix-up mm-hmm. where it's like it's setting you up like, uh, yeah, Elena's Elena's not queer or something. Mm-hmm. And then it really is that she is queer. Hmm. Or are they like trying to foreshadow maybe that yeah. she's queer? But wait, what do you mean by like um, it would, they're setting up like a, like a stereotype? It seems like they're trying to it's something that other shows have done mm-hmm. where they code a character as like any sort of identity mm-hmm. without that character actually being the identity right. and then count that as representation mm-hmm. so i was afraid that they would set up this relationship between elena and carmen mm-hmm. as being a queer relationship without it actually being like textually queer that it would all be subtext right but instead like they actually make elena queer which is like okay yeah like I was afraid mm-hmm. you were going to try to oh. get away with calling this a queer relationship and then, without like, have, it actually being a yeah, queer Yeah, and then have Elena, like, not be queer. Yeah. Oh, okay. I see what you mean. So it was like, I was afraid they were going there. Yeah. But then by the end of it, you kind of realize there are other shades to it. And then later on, we realize, oh, okay, she is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So it was just cool that it's like... Maybe it was just, like, a introduction to the fact that they were going to, like, talk about, like, LGBTQ... Because at this point mm-hmm. in the show, it's like first season, episode yeah. five. five. Like, we're still figuring out what it is. We don't know, like, mm-hmm. what the topics that it's talking about and what it's uh, what it's not afraid of approaching or yeah. just, like, talking about. Uh-huh. And so at that point, it's like, is this going to actually get to something concrete and specific uh-huh. instead of just being general? Right. And then when they actually get to it, you're like, oh, okay, like... I get where the show is going. Yeah. I really, I really admire it. It's like, oh, they're going to cover, like, all these topics, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Right. So, I think they're getting <clears throat> the, um, Schneider walks in with the centerpiece for the table. And oh, yeah. Penelope's like, it's a party, not a funeral. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I only had, like, five hours and no theme to work off of. <laughs> and then so that's right when like, does in. everything, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> I mean... He seems like a pretty good guy. <laughs> yeah. He has a lot of time on his hands, too. Making centerpieces, fixing things in the apartment. Mm-hmm. But right then is when uh, the doctor arrives. Dr. Berkowitz. Oh, Dr. Berkowitz and his pals, Laurie, yeah. <laughs> Laurie and Scott. He even says, uh, I made sure to pick them up so they had to yeah. come. <laughs> oh, my God. So then at this point... Lydia finally meets Dr. Berkowitz for the first time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So th- they kind of have an awkward introduction. Mm-hmm. 
Happy birthday, Dr. Berkowitz. Oh, please call me Leslie. Why would I do that? That is a woman's name. It is also my name. Uh, that's too bad. It kind of like jumps to the adults being drunk at the, the table, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so... Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, I was going to say, Lori's, like, heavily flirting with Schneider. Yeah. She's, like, <laughs> being very flirtatious and, like, touching him and, like, mm-hmm. patting his arm and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he looks like he's just, like, tolerating it, but he really doesn't want to go there. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. she's, like, drunk and he's, like, sober for, I forget how yeah. long at this point. Mm-hmm. But it's just he doesn't even want to go there. Um, but it, this this uh, jump cut to the future of the party mm-hmm. it ends with the dr berkowitz saying the tail end of a joke oh yeah and it's just kind of dumb he's like and this one says that is not apple juice that's the last time i misplaced my glasses yeah <laughs> so it's just like it's just kind of a strange joke yeah and they kind of like milk it too don't they yeah and lydia's <laughs> like so you drank el pp <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, but still in the background, you can see that um, Elena is still like. Oh yeah, she's very upset. Yeah, she's still upset, mm-hmm. and she, her body language is kind of like not paying attention to the party. Mm-hmm. Lydia brings the uh, the birthday cake. Yeah, and she kind of like sings to Doctor Berkowitz and like Marilyn Monroe esque. Yeah, <laughs> she's singing like Happy Birthday. And then people like everyone tries to join in, and she's like, "No, just me." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She says, like, happy birthday to Jew. And Scott's like, did she just say Jew? (laughs) And Dr. Berkowitz says, it doesn't matter. It works both ways. (laughs) And she can't pronounce Berkowitz completely. Mm -mm. So she says, (laughs) (laughs) he can just really tell that she's very flirtatious with him. Mm -hmm. So that's like. It's just interesting. It, it, like, paints her character that we've seen a little bit of uh, this flirtatious thing. Mm-hmm. But then considering where her and Leslie's relationship goes, mm-hmm. it's just kind of interesting. I mean... Mm-hmm. I think her flirting isn't, like, so much, like, she she wants, like, these men. She just wants romantic. the attention yeah. of these men. Yeah, I think that's fair. Mm-hmm. I think it's a fair reading of it. Um, But you can tell that, like, he's really appreciative of, like, these people throwing a party for him. Yeah. And he seems like he's really happy that people mm-hmm. are showing their kind of affection for him in different yeah. ways. And uh, Lydia's like, are you going to blow out the candles? And he says, maybe if I don't, this moment will last forever. Oh, yeah. Just kind of a nice sentiment. Mm-hmm. And Lydia's like, oh, but it won't. So blow them out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just kind of taking all the wind out of his sails. Mm-hmm. I have here, Carmen gets caught on the fire escape. But I don't have like any <laughs> any introduction to how that happened. Um, so I think first, Elena, like, once he blows up the candles, Elena's mm-hmm. like, okay, fine, I'm leaving. Like, the party's oh, over. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Penelope's like, just lighten up. Just, like, forget about Carmen for a second. Mm-hmm. And that just, like, enrages her. Mm-hmm. And that's when um, Penelope is moved to the counter to go get the knife, and she sees Carmen in the window. Oh, yeah. Carmen gets caught on the fire escape. And Lori says, there's a walking dead on your fire escape. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Berkowitz uh, has another good line here. Is this part of my birthday like a singing grim reaper? You guys are the best. They're all sitting at the table, and Alex is like, why is Carmen trying to get in the window? Mm-hmm. And uh, Schneider's like, yeah, that's a little... And Lydia's like, 
queer. <laughs> yeah. And then Penelope kind of excuses herself from the group to confront Elena. Yeah. And tells her that they got to, like, talk about Carmen later, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> I have this quote. I think it's from Lori. She's like, oh, it must be about a boy. <laughs> and then Lydia's like, I don't think so. <laughs> Uh, another little thing here is that Dr. Berkowitz uh, bought a ton of Alex's candy. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, I'd like to go to one of your games. And Alex is like, that would be weird. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but then this is kind of where the episode turns. Because mm-hmm. do you think it's just like this fun little party thing and like kind of this mm-hmm. weird subplot? But then it kind of turns into this episode about immigration. Right. And so we get there by... Penelope saying, like, oh, teenagers, you know, excuse Elena and Carmen. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, they're just, like, stressed about this immigration project they're working on. Mm-hmm. And Shannon's like, why, why didn't they come to me for immigration? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then that's when he Everyone's reveals. like, what? Like, what are you talking about? And then yeah. he reveals that he's an, <laughs> an illegal immigrant from Canada. <laughs> He overstayed his student visa at Pepperdine University. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And Scott's like, so you're an illegal alien? Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, yeah, but we prefer undocumented. (laughs) (laughs) Penelope also has a really another good or great line right here. Wow. You must have been very brave, Schneider. Coming here with everything. (laughs) Knowing only the entire language... And struggling to unlearn the metric system. I sense a leader of sarcasm. This all gets them talking about uh, immigration. And uh, Penelope's like, if you want to hear a real immigration story. And Lydia dramatically is like, Havana, 1962. <laughs> yeah. And she talks, I came, with, I came with only my natural charm and perfect legs. <laughs> It was written that I was Cuba's greatest dancer. Mm-hmm. Um, so then she goes on to this story about Pedro Pan. Mm-hmm. Did you know about that before seeing this? Pedro Pan? Yeah. I think I've heard about it once. Let's go over it again. <laughs> uh, I actually I hadn't heard about it before I mm-hmm. saw this episode for the first time. But it, it was apparently when um, the U.S. invited Cuban children over. Mm-hmm. And then while they were here, they gave them their papers. Mm-hmm. So they could, like, leave Cuba and live in the U.S. Oh, okay. Like, to escape. And that's part of the program that got Lydia here. Mm-hmm. And so she was just talking about, like, that was her immigration story. Yeah. And I actually, I had never heard of that. And so I just thought this was a really interesting thing. Mm-hmm. And then Scott's like, at least you did it the right way. Everyone, yeah, then everyone's like, what do you mean? And then Lydia oh. Lydia agrees with Scott, right? Yeah. He's like, yeah, he's right. Like, people have to do it the right way. And then I think Penelope says something like, oh, yeah, the right way where it's like 10 years. You're waiting for like, I forgot what she says here. It's been a while since I watched this episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of the things it's like, this whole episode, like we're seeing some of these characters are like all of these characters in a different light interacting mm-hmm. with each other. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things is you're like, oh, like, okay, I kind of like Scott now. Mm-hmm. He's not just a jerk like he is at work. 
Yeah. But here he's relaxing, and then he's like, at least you came the right way. And it's like, oh, after all the goodwill <laughs> you built up. Damn it, Scott. <laughs> Scott is still the worst. Still PSA. the worst. There was also another good quote here. What? Um, Penelope's like, how come when people say, I'm just being honest, something terrible follows? It's never like, I'm being honest, you look hot. Mm-hmm. And Scott's like, I said that, and you got mad at me. <laughs> she's like, well, you said it in the workplace. Yeah. He's like, so I can say it now. And she's like, technically, yes, but I don't want you to. <laughs> I like, still don't want to hear it from you. And so he's like, if you want to come to America, get in line. Like, we can't let everyone in. Some people have to pay the price. Mm-hmm. That's when you're right. Like you said, Lydia agrees with him. Mm-hmm. And you're watching this. You're like, what? Why is she agreeing yeah. with him? Like this guy. She has, like, a really interesting speech here about how people are working hard to overcome obstacles for the better life. Mm-hmm. And just, like, how how much of a struggle it is to actually immigrate to the U.S. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, an interesting shot here with, like, from the camera angle. Because we're watching Penelope talk to the table. Mm-hmm. But in the background, you see that, like, Elena is also watching her. Yeah. And so this kind of paints how Elena is uh, considering carmen and right. her mom mm-hmm. and so that's when elena asks penelope if they can talk for a second in the kitchen right and that's where she reveals that carmen is staying at their house for a specific reason mm-hmm. that reason being that her parents got deported yeah so she has like nowhere to stay yeah essentially and so penelope starts to wrap the party up because she realizes oh like this takes precedent over there mm-hmm the party and so one of the things you see is laurie is passed out on schneider yeah (laughs) (laughs) and so we kind of jump forward now to lydia in elena's room with her and carmen Mm -hmm. and carmen has like this real interesting story where because her parents were undocumented they had to go south of the border or south of the checkpoint is what she says Mm -hmm. to get medical attention because her dad needed to see a doctor Mm-hmm. And then they got picked up coming back. Right. And so, like, they've been talking about the immigration project. And, like, this was the immigration mm-hmm. project. It wasn't, like, a school thing. Mm-hmm. And um, she's, like, sorry that she lied about it. But Penelope's, like, you like you need to tell me stuff. Because, like, I can help you even if it's not great. Mm-hmm. And one of the things Carmen says is she's been staying there for two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just, like, did not notice. Yeah. And then she, like, admits that she's been, like, sneaking in and, like, helping around the house. Yeah. Right? She organized the a spice rack or something, the pantry. Mm-hmm. In alphabetical order. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she just wanted to try to stay here as long as she could so she could graduate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're like, that's, like, in a year. Yeah. She's, like, expecting to stay there for another year. Uh-huh. And, like, Elena's, like, very, still, like, very defensive. She's, like... Like, she's been going to this school, like... Yeah. She, she has to graduate with our class. Like, why does she have to go? Um, but Carmen is also, like... Like, my parents aren't bad people. They both work hard. We're your normal American family. Mm-hmm. We just bought tickets to see Frozen on ice. Yeah. Penelope's <laughs> <laughs> like, you like Frozen? <laughs> and then Carmen's like, sometimes the skaters fall. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then Carmen kind of tells them that... Her parents told her that she should go live with her brother in Texas. Mm-hmm. And Penelope agrees. And Elena 
has another really good line here. Oh, it talks about Austin, Texas. She's like, Texas, that's the worst place on the planet. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, he lives in Austin. She's like, I hear Austin's pretty chill. <laughs> Penelope agrees uh, to let her stay until they can get her to Austin. Mm-hmm. One of the last lines Elena has is, I can't believe they sent your parents home. Mm-hmm. And Penelope says, they didn't send them home. They were sent away. Mm-hmm. Just like the country that they immigrated from isn't their home anymore. Like, this is mm-hmm. their home. They sent them away from home. Yeah. Um, so just, like, another kind of outlook on immigration. I thought that mm-hmm. was just, like, a real elegant way of putting it in a line. Mm-hmm. So we fast forward here, right? Yeah. To It's still in the apartment, but it's, like, near... It's, like, in the living room. So it's Carmen's departure. And there's more Penelope and Carmen banter, right? Because Penelope brings her... Her duffel yeah. from the war and combat boots. Because, uh-huh. like, Penelope really, as much as, like, she, like, teases Carmen throughout this whole season, she, like, really does care about Carmen because she's, she's been a good friend to Lena this whole time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you could tell that, like, she kinda she's sees giving her, her kind of important things. Yeah. She kind of sees her as, like, another daughter, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Elena is still, like, very emotional about it, yeah. you can tell. And uh, Lydia says, this is, like, when I said goodbye to my friends in Cuba. And she's mm-hmm. like, right now you have to be a good friend, though. And, like, as difficult as it is for you, think about how hard it is for her. Mm-hmm. Schneider comes in, and oh, yeah. uh, it turns out that he actually bought the plane ticket. Mm-hmm. And so that was nice. And <laughs> Penelope says, God bless white guilt. Yeah. <laughs> or is it Canadian goodness? Mm-hmm. And uh, then they say their goodbyes, and mm-hmm. Elena and Carmen have a final embrace. Mm-hmm. And then we never see Carmen again. Yeah, we do. We do? Yeah. What? In the Quintes episode. Oh, that's right. That makes it even better. <laughs> I had forgotten about that. Oh, yeah. It's like we never see Carmen again. Or will we? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Um, but yeah, this was like the first downer of an ending mm-hmm. and it was like a real big downer. Yeah. Um, but it was, I think an, an important episode mm-hmm. cause it's kind of like a topic that a big topic, like they're, they're going to have to talk about it eventually. Mm-hmm. And I think this was a really good way of going about it. Cause halfway through the episode or like two thirds, you're like, Oh man, this is a fun episode just about yeah. everybody getting drunk and having and a good time. there's, like, this turn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, like you said, there's this turn, and then it becomes, like, a serious episode. Yeah. And it just kind of sneaks up on you. And I, I really like that. Mm-hmm. Because shows, like, the show is not afraid to talk about these topics. Yeah. Even, like, not so lightly either, which is cool to see. And it's not, like, an episode about something in that, like, it starts off and everything is about immigration. It's just, mm-hmm. like... It's kind of about life and how these different topics intersect yeah. with it. It's so authentic, too, because it's like, oh, shoot, we forgot about our boss's birthday. Let's uh, have this birthday party. <laughs> and then immigration pops up. Let's all, And then everyone talks about Im- drunkenly talks about immigration. Yeah. And then, yeah, it leads to the whole conversation. And like I said earlier, I'm, gl- I'm happy that they bring up both points, like both sides of like immigration, because it's good to see both sides i think to actually have a conversation rather than like oh just one side only this show is only one side one side only yeah and if if scott says something then he's trapped i mean he's he's 
honestly trash, but like, <laughs> but he represents this or whatever. But I mean, if they didn't bring up both sides, there wouldn't be this conversation, I think. Yeah. I also mm-hmm. think that to bring up both sides of it is really important because mm-hmm. you have Scott's argument, mm-hmm. but then it's like, we need to bring up his argument in order yeah. to talk about why it's a bad argument. Yeah. And so they're able to like shoot it down, explain like, no, these are people. They're not just like, they have feelings. They're full emotional, like yeah. three-dimensional people. And you can't just talk about them in like vague platitudes. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've been saying it like every episode, but I think this one's my favorite so far. <laughs> yeah, honestly. That does it <laughs> for season one, episode five, entitled Strays. Thanks for listening. You can follow us at one pod at a time on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. We're very active on Twitter. Twitter, you guys can tell. Yeah, we got so excited today. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh man. Mr. Mike Royce retweeted us. So, if you're listening, Mike, thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks. (laughs) We really appreciate that. We we got a lot of engagement on that tweet. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's just cool that we're, like, being noticed. Yeah, because we're very we're very supportive of the show, and it's good to see that creators of the show show some support for us, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's validating. Yeah, it definitely. It feels like, okay, we're doing, we're doing something cool here. <laughs> um, so thanks again. So, oh, yeah, send us our, your feedback. Yeah, definitely send us feedback uh, to our Gmail. That's one part of time at gmail.com. And on Twitter, we'll probably respond quicker on Twitter just because we get notifications from it. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, let us know your feedback on the episode about any any type of feedback. We appreciate it. We just really want to hear what you have to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else? Uh, oh, yeah. We're, we're, we give shout outs for reviews on Apple Podcasts. So keep those coming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're going to just keep giving shout outs to those reviews Mm -hmm. um but thanks a lot see you next time see ya